are here we make change to your life in every way we expand on your mind so you're never the same the apprentice Hi, this is Dexter and Tanya Scott, and welcome to The Upgrader Show. We believe your life deserves an upgrade. Let's live our best lives now. Does your school, church, government agency, corporation, or organization need leadership, communication, and team building training? Then contact The Upgraders. We specialize in soft skills training, including emotional intelligence, influencing styles, and mindset development. We will help you create the environment that your organization needs. Email us at info at theupgraders.com. Again, that's info at theupgraders.com. You've been listening to Upgrade Your Life, and we're your hosts, Dexter and Dr. Tanya. And it has been good. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it has. And you know, right before we went off to the break, Chef Debbie was breaking down how she's working with different cultures and the decisions that everyone makes especially as it relates to family about food. But Chef Debbie, we didn't pull this out at the beginning of the interview in the last segment. Where are you coming from? What area of the country that you live in? Because we have listeners uh, that are nationwide. So where where do you live uh, and where do you start teaching and where do you travel with this stuff? Because it has been amazing listening to you so far. I'm so glad you guys feel that way. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, born and raised here, um, but I've lived in several other states and uh, my business is wherever I am. So my services are available nationwide, around the world. And so um, I very much enjoy traveling to different cities and states and seeing the faces of people who are coming to hear, coming to learn, coming to uh, gain a new skill so that uh, they can go back to their their lives and be enriched and see the change in, in their families and in their bloodlines. And so uh, again, the business is everywhere I am. <laughs> Very mobile. That's that's amazing. So I, I definitely want to pull this out because I know that I'm intrigued, Dr. Tanya's intrigued, and our listeners. So give us an idea, uh, and, and this might be a tall order, and I know you can't answer really quickly, but the, the traditional Thanksgiving. I mean, I oh, love... Dexter, that's no, good. Yeah, well, I'm, I, I start looking forward to tur- fried turkey, candy yams, <laughs> Macaroni and cheese, potato salad, rolls, cornbread. I mean, the whole nine, right? You did not not name one vegetable. Just <laughs> it's, bad, it's bad, right? <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, okay, hold on. green beans, okay, collards, okay. cabbage. So give us, if you could take maybe one of those foods, what's a very easy transition to start moving toward the healthier side of how we prepare that and and even give us a menu maybe i I, and i actually was thinking about that earlier as you were talking i said i'm gonna ask chef debbie to just give us even a typical day give us a day Mm, what our day should look like um as well for us to be thinking about all right so go ahead let me be quiet (laughs) I'm, i'm ready to hear from you it is a tall order, but I'm up to the challenge. Okay, so first things first. First things first. Um, when it comes to Thanksgiving, okay, let me say it this way. There has been negative stigmas and connotations attached to soul food and how we as Black people eat. Mm-hmm. Let me say that everything that we eat is not wrong. 
everything that we eat is not bad. Mm -hmm. I remember years ago, there was a season where everyone was on the eating kale kick and, you know, kale became the greens that everyone wanted to eat and Uh stop eating collard greens, but no one stopped to research and realize that the nutritional value of kale and collard greens are very, very close. There's not much of a difference. There are nutritional benefits to us eating collard greens. So this is not about us changing our identity. This is about making those small adjustments that we're talking about to make what we love to consume more more healthier for us. So just say, since we're talking about collard greens, um, I know sometimes when my my family cooks for Thanksgiving, depending on how, how they're feeling, there may be, um, salt pork in the greens, ham hock in the greens, uh-huh. uh, sm- smoked uh, uh, smoked neck bones in the greens, like just bacon in the greens, like and it's and it's good. To, one wouldn't think that having all those different flavors uh-huh. in in a pot of collard greens would be amazing because most families only use one, maybe two. My family just will go all in. <laughs> but the way that I've made collard greens healthier for me in my lifestyle is I've substituted all of the pork, all the salty products for turkey. Sm- I, I substitute smoked turkey. I get the same smoky flavor. Mm-hmm. I get the same meaty wow. texture. But uh, smoked turkey is a lot more healthful for us than a salt pork something that was literally cured in salt. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to what we do for the holidays, um, you know, I'm kind of of the mind that, you know, holidays are kind of free days because I try and try to practice what I teach, you know, throughout the year and I'm not perfect. You know, I still, I'm still learning. I'm still implementing. So I I, I haven't arrived. This is a life practice for me. Um, but I, I tend to approach the holidays as kind of a free day because th- there's something that binds us to um, these foods that have been in our families right. for generations. Yeah. And there are just certain things we don't like tampered with. Don't tamper with the potato salad. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tamper with the macaroni and cheese. Right. But if you are looking to make those things more healthful, my recommendation would be to minimize the quantity of butter that you're cooking with and substitute for olive oil or a grapeseed oil or or an or that oil that's more healthy for you. Uh, my recommendation would be to maybe use three cheeses in your macaroni and cheese instead of seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still, you know, it's going to have a high caloric count. It's still going to have, you know, a certain level of fat to it, but it's about Again, the transitional part of it, just making those small changes that are moving you towards the healthier lifestyle and eating better. Um, So a day um, of what, you know, our diet should look like, it should look like you enjoying the foods that you're eating. It should always look like you are enjoying the foods that you're eating, but you're reaping the benefits of those small changes done consistently over time because um, your cells are being fed the right thing. So like uh, Dexter, when we were on break, you were mentioning, uh, you know, your biscuits and your grits and mm-hmm. all of those things. And so, again, our diets are just incredibly carb heavy and carb forward. So mm-hmm. uh, if a traditional plate is we have, you know, some homemade buttermilk biscuits, we got, you know, butter grits, possibly with cheese. We got bacon, sausage, eggs, all of those things that we love. Maybe (laughs) instead of um, 
having two carbs, you scale it back down to one and only have a biscuit or only have pancakes or only have um, hash browns. You don't have all three. That makes sense. Instead of cooking your eggs in uh, butter, you can use a nonstick spray to mm-hmm. minimize the fat that you're consuming. Right. Um, instead of um, and instead of having three, two or three carbs, slide up a bowl of fresh fruit, grab a banana, add an apple, something to make the meal balanced. And yeah. so um, I just encourage people to uh, do what's approachable for you and just keep at the forefront of your mind that the goal is for you to consume more living foods. Mm-hmm. Foods that are going to feed you at a cellular level. If you look at what's on your plate, look at what's on your your dinner menu. Maybe it's mashed potatoes and uh, meatloaf for dinner, you know, but you don't have a vegetable in sight. Mm-hmm. Maybe your family doesn't really care for vegetables, but they'll eat a salad. Mm-hmm. Make, yeah. a, make a salad, slide up a salad. You can make your own ranch dressing at home or, or try something new and grab a vinaigrette of, of some sort or make a vinaigrette. They're super easy to make. Mm-hmm. So these are the small changes that I think are approachable that this culture of, you know, it's just all or nothing has not really served us well. Right. And uh, when you just yo-yo diet or you just, you know, go cold turkey, I'm just going to go vegan today. You send your body into shock. This is not mm-hmm. about shocking your body. This is about nurturing your body, learning to love your body. So trusting the process right. is really important. Wow. Can't you see this, this Chef Debbie tour? I can. From California to New York. And I'm you know, going. <laughs> I'm hey, so wow, enjoying this. This is, this. Yeah. This is, this is yeah. empowering. For well, our is. listeners, I hope you guys are really taking this in because, you know, 2023 is a new year. It's a new, a new you, right? But it's also uh, just taking, making decisions that's going to make us better. So, and I love the quote, this fits right in. Uh, yard by yard is hard, but inch <laughs> by inch is a cinch. So when mm-hmm. we take it inch by inch, making these small changes, Right. Then we're going to see a lot of things transpire in our lives. Yeah. It's, it's, we will. I, yeah. I know it's one thing I, I definitely wanted to ask this question because you are developing strategies to minimize food waste. Now, with the cost right now of eggs, nine dollars. I mean, and, and that's just the eggs. So when we talk about when, when you teach these strategies of minimizing food waste, what what exactly is that? Because. We all want to know it because I'll tell you this, Tanya and I, even with just our daily lives, we mm-hmm. find ourselves throwing away food. <laughs> it's almost like, why is Especially this still in here? You, we have kids at the house. Yeah. It's like, why didn't they eat that? You and they're know? teenagers. <laughs> right. So kind <laughs> of help us with that? Because uh, that's going to go a long way for our listeners. Absolutely. And and that's an issue that we all have. It's it's a never ending uh, battle to make sure that we're not being wasteful and throwing away our hard-earned money. And when it comes to, uh, you know, the strategies that I like to implement, one of the things that I encourage people to do is to uh, be intentional about monitoring what's in your home. A lot of the waste that we experience is because of a lack of planning. We go to the grocery store, we purchase things. We may have something in mind for that, for that night. And then our lives are so busy. (laughs) We're pulled in so many different directions that we don't even realize, gosh, that, you know, that baked chicken from three days ago, you know, or four days ago is about to, you know, spoil. And I probably just need to throw it away. And so um, a system to monitor, and it's going to take, 
intentionality. It's going to take time. I mean, but it's just as simple as pulling out a sheet of paper and keeping a running log of what's in your refrigerator. Do it, Mm -hmm. you know, on a Friday. Maybe if you shop on Saturday, take inventory of what's in your refrigerator on on Friday so you know what you need to shop for. We end up sometimes purchasing duplicates of things or purchasing ingredients that go to waste. <laughs> and then it's like, I need that for this dish. It just went to waste. So let me buy buy it again. Uh, but if you keep keep track of what's in your refrigerator, you'll be able, and I have to say this, label what's in your refrigerator. I'm a professional chef. And a lot of times I've, I see that families um, are not really mindful of uh, expiration dates on food and how long food should be in the refrigerator and how much time from the point of you preparing the food do you actually have to eat the food so it's still safe for human consumption and not something that's going to make us sick. So um, keep a list and, you know, if you know you baked some chicken on Monday and, you know, the kids didn't eat all of it, then, I mean, it's cold now. You can say, hmm, how am I going to repurpose this baked chicken? I'm going to make a chicken noodle soup or I'm going to make chicken enchiladas or or something, whatever it is that that draws at you. But begin to think about how you can uh, be less wasteful, you know, adopt a mindset of whatever I purchase, I'm going to consume. Okay. There are so many people that are hungry unnecessarily in this country. That's a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> we are responsible to why steward what we have. And food is an area where we have lacked a lot of stewardship. There's so much food that ends up in, in landfills and, and, you know, across the country. And it's really heartbreaking to me because no one should be hungry. There's more than enough food grown and imported into this country that everyone should have a hot meal. And so keeping those things in mind when you're, you know, thinking about how you can reduce your, your carbon print and your waste print uh, to make sure that you're buying what you're going to consume and that, um, you're repurposing things, you know, you just get creative. Food is fun. And, and I know you guys know how to cook. So (laughs) I know you guys, I know Tanya throws down. Um, I'm sorry, Dr. Tanya throws down. And so just, um, trust yourselves. This, you know, it's not supposed to be overly complicated. Just trust yourself in the kitchen, you know, repurpose what you have, purchase what you know, you're going to eat. I am going to consume what I purchase. Okay, Tony. I like that. I am going to consume. Yeah, because and That's I know cool. other people can relate because yeah. Dexter, I'm sitting here, Chef Debbie, when you said that I said we would probably be able to pay our light bill, gas bill, maybe even our car payment for the year for twenty twenty three. If I had not purchased food in twenty twenty two that we did not mm. do you know how much I've yeah. thrown away wow, I good. would purchase and you know for me it was like I'm gonna do more vegetables so I have them in there and then mm-hmm. when I go my carrots you know have that little milkiness over it mm-hmm. you know <laughs> the 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 green onion just kind of drying yeah. up it's just different things my kale remember yeah. I opened up that bag of kale to cook uh last week and then when I opened the scent that came and I'm mm-hmm. like oh, what in the world broccoli oh it is the worst smell to me (laughs) but I'm thinking it's gone and I said okay I have to adjust something is going to have to be different so I'm like we would probably be able to pay 
a gas bill for the entire year mm-hmm. if I had just not purchased what we did not consume. Right. Because we didn't <laughs> for so much, Chef Debbie. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. But I received that. We will very now consume what I purchased. You know, I made a, I, I actually wasted yesterday because I went to the grocery store, bought some things, bought a bag of onions, came back here, went in the pantry, and there's already like two bags of onions in there. Yeah. So I just didn't know what was there. So this is just really good because we don't ever think about stewardship of food. No. That was that was good. Yeah. That's really stewardship. good. Stewardship. Oh, all of this. Yeah. Come on now. We opened up talking yeah. about your relationship with food. Mm-hmm. You know, so even with that, it's your stewardship. How are we stewarding, you know, our pantries, our refrigerators, mm-hmm. our freezers? You know, are we really mindful of it, taking care? So as I as we talk about this, let me just ask, would you say then planning? I heard you say planning. So would it be a matter of what will I cook this week or should mm-hmm. I take it every three days? And is that when you shop? How would you recommend we do this? You know, it, that's going to uh, vary based on everyone's lifestyle, you know. And so I know that you both work incredibly hard. You're high producers. And so it may not be feasible or reasonable uh, for you to do that every three days. Wow. Um, so maybe it's a weekly thing. Maybe you just like, you know, if you're planning out the way you plan out your work week. Mm-hmm include this as a part of that planning process where you say, okay, I need to go take a quick inventory, um, jot down. I mean, and so at its infancy stage, write a list, but if you feel so inclined and you, you know, know how to work a computer, work word, make an Excel spreadsheet, Mm -hmm. really create a system so that you can insulate your wise stewardship over your food and you can have a column of all of your staple items that you know you just are going to always need and want to have mm-hmm. um and then a list of the things that you know are going to be additional because of some new things you want to try out this week and then you're going to go and you're going to search your pantry glance over your pantry based off of whatever the menu is that you want or even if you don't have a full menu for the week it's just a few things that you know you're going to do three days worth what am I going to cook for the next three days okay this is what I need I know I need onions for that so let me check the pantry and see if we already have that's good ingredients that we need for this dish so you don't end up in a situation where you've purchased more onions and you already had onions um and so that's a part of the minimizing of the food waste, because if you end up with more of something than what you can actually consume, then that's uh, largely how the food waste happens as well. So I would just encourage uh, people to make a plan that works for your lifestyle. If that's every day, every three days, every week, you know, and 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 don't feel confined to it. This is a new idea for so many families. It's a new concept for so many families. And so, you know, what you think is going to work, okay, I'm going to start with seven days. You may get into that seven day and say, actually, I have a little more time in my schedule. I can do this every three days Mm -hmm. to to increase my stewardship over what I have. And so just be flexible with yourself. Be kind to yourself and do what works for you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Absolutely. So, oh, I know it's time yeah. for break. This has been it? this has been great. So, guys, look, don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're gonna talk with Chef Debbie about her new business venture, the preserved life. And this is going <laughs> to be amazing. It is. So you're listening to Upgrade Your Life. We're your hosts, Dexter and Dr. Tanya. We'll be right back. 
Yeah.